0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 666. Yeah, that's right. We were going to come across that number someday, I guess. And So we have responded in kind with a special countdown of the six most evil characters in the Star Wars movies. I think you might be surprised by number one. Punch it, Chewie.
1: Feel the disturbance in the force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Boybod. Destiny Unleashed.
0: Hey, Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and before we begin, I will say no, Jar Jar Binks is not on this list. We're not going with the whole Sith Lord theory, which is actually a very compelling theory when you read it, and also it's not George Lucas for Pete's sake or anything like that. So yeah, don't uh, don't get up in arms about anything. It is legitimately six characters in the seven Star Wars movies, and why don't we start With our countdown now, starting with our number six most evil character in the Star Wars movies, and that would be Grand Moff Tarkin. Now, he is a bit lower down on the list than some other folks, because for all intents and purposes, he was a government functionary, and so, yeah, he was only carrying out the orders of somebody even more evil than he was, which, of course, doesn't make him not evil, but he's also the guy who had the bright idea of testing out the Death Star on Alderaan and destroying the lives of billions of people, both literally and figuratively, and so, yeah, by sowing terror and creating tons of destruction and the death of so many innocent lives, yeah, Tarkin's got to belong on this list for sure. All right, moving on up the list, let's talk about number five. My nominee for that is Jabba the Hutt, the mastermind, criminal overlord, gangster extraordinaire, slaver, spice runner, bounty originator all of that fun stuff yeah he did horrible things throughout the universe and i'm sure destroyed billions of lives in his own particular way in the process if not more and yeah what a service princess leia did in taking him out of this universe Oh, and of course the murder and and torture of creatures and droids of all stripes. And yeah, even though it doesn't say it in the movies, but other media establishes this, that they're doing the dirty work for the Imperials in some cases and getting paid by them and getting illegal stuff to the Imperials, but the Imperials don't want to be seen getting their hands on or at least be seen going through the process of getting their hands on, so... Yeah, an all-around awful creature. Absolutely and utterly disgusting to boot, Jabba the Hutt. In the number four position, we have the very clean-cut by comparison to Jabba the Hutt, General Hux. And I'm going with General Hux over Kylo Ren and over Supreme Leader Snoke in this one, because he's the guy who says, hey, let's use the weapon. I know Snoke has to actually say, yeah, do it, go prepare for it. I know Snoke is probably behind all the masterminding and scheming and all this stuff, but Hux is the one that we see actually doing the dirty deeds. He's the one that then goes out on a platform and starts screaming about the lies that the Republic are sending out to the galaxy that maniacal speech he gives is just wow that's way over the top and he seems to be the one masterminding the first order troops and their training and indoctrination and all that stuff Snoke is one who would I guess be more inclined to do a clone army according to Kylo Ren but no this uh first order army seems to be the mastermind creation of General Hux so yeah let's put Hux on this list of the number four spot. All right, let's talk about the number three spot. And for that, I have Count Dooku or Darth Tyrannus, if you're nasty. And what do you say about a guy who worked secretly in league with Emperor Palpatine to raise up a secessionist movement in the galaxy and get hundreds if not thousands of worlds behind him causing a war that what how many trillions of lives were lost in this whole exchange in addition to enslaving local populations and creating all sorts of uh, deforestation and environmental disasters and uh, (laughs) war crimes and all these other terrible things that he visited upon the galaxy as a result of this war that was really just some secret maneuver and machination to let Darth Sidious get more power in the Republic and become an emperor overall. Which, of course, then means it should be no surprise that Emperor Palpatine is higher on the list than Count Dooku. In fact, he's in our number two spot simply because... He had such a greater, longer-lasting effect on the galaxy than Count Dooku did. Count Dooku only got to work his magic for about three years or so, but Palpatine? eh, About 20, and that's not even counting the 20-year-long con that he was running before he actually came into power. So trillions dead under his watch, and species enslaved, and environmental disasters, and Death Stars, and... And all sorts of terrible things were created by Emperor Palpatine. And, yeah, uh, just the utter destruction of an entire way of life, an entire governmental system. Yeah, tough to beat that. And yet I've got a nominee for you that I think could be qualified as the most evil person in the galaxy. And the reason why I'm calling this person the most evil in the galaxy is because of what happened under his watch And what he didn't do to prevent it. In fact, despite his good service to the Republic, his actions over a decade of Republic history ultimately sowed the seeds for bringing the galaxy into the hands of the Dark Side. And I'm talking about none other than Mace Windu. From the very beginning, he stared Qui-Gon Jinn in the face and said, no, the boy will not be trained. And would not give Anakin Skywalker the room that he needed, the opportunity that he needed to grow strong in the light side of the force. Rather than being a loving and nurturing Jedi master, he showed nothing but mistrust toward Anakin. I think the only time he ever trusted Anakin was leading troops in battle. And aside from that, nope, always suspicious of him, no matter what. And then, of course, there's all the stuff that went down in Revenge of the Sith, starting with Emperor Palpatine pointing Anakin to the Jedi Council and Mace Windu being the one saying, yeah, we'll take you in the council, but we will not grant you the rank of master. And, you know, being, you know, snotty about it. I mean, yeah, technically he didn't earn the rank of master, but he could have said, hey, look we're putting you on the council. He's making us, you know, you're not really qualified to be a master yet. We can't give you the title just yet, but look, let's accelerate your training. Let's get you to the point where you're a master. So that way it works out. You know, he could have done stuff like that, but he didn't. So Mace Windu was already sowing the seeds of discord inside Anakin Skywalker. And then and then we get to the fatal flaw. You know the one where Mace Windu has a huge battle with Palpatine and defeats him, has him at his mercy at the tip of his lightsaber, and instead of doing the right thing and taking him into custody, which Anakin was saying, we have to take him into custody. And yeah, maybe Anakin's motives were not entirely pure on that because of course he wanted to save Palpatine for the information about learning how to save Padme's life but still that was the right response and Mace Windu saying, no, he's too powerful, we have to kill him now. I mean, certainly not the Jedi way and put Anakin into a horrible position of being afraid for Padme's life and needing to save Palpatine versus follow the Jedi code that Mace Windu was not doing and all the stuff that Mace Windu did, all the slights, all the grief that Mace Windu gave to Anakin over the years, coupled with his desperation just made Anakin fall the wrong way. Mace Windu did not mentor him the right way and and ended up doing the wrong thing at the worst possible time and not only did he pay for it but the entire galaxy paid for it in the process. And, I mean, really, what would have happened? Just cast yourself into this what-if scenario. What if Mace Windu had just brought Palpatine into custody? I mean, I'm sure the Jedi Archives have some sort of record about what to do with a Sith Lord when you've captured him, right? Like, there's gotta be some sort of guide or manual on how to keep a Sith safely in custody. But, if they had, then dude would have had his day in court. And if they'd had the death penalty, then, you know, then they could kill him then, sure. But, even if not, like there's got to be a way for them to keep a Sith Lord in custody safely. There's got to have been some sort of manual, some sort of record or documentation. Jocasta knew could have looked that up for them. And the Republic would have gone on. I mean, yeah, it would have been a bit tumultuous in the interim while they dealt with the fallout from everybody discovering, oh my gosh, the head of the Galactic Republic was a Sith Lord. Whoa, that's crazy. And there would have been transition stuff and all of this stuff. And yeah, it would have been a little uh, rocky for a while, but it would have gotten back on course. and. Yeah, who knows? Maybe things wouldn't have broken down the way they did. We wouldn't be facing an empire. Maybe the clones would have stayed as a peacekeeping army after the fact and their numbers would have dwindled down and just normal galactic stuff would have happened. But nope, Mace Windu had to decide that he was going to do the wrong thing and ultimately the wrong thing happened for trillions upon trillions of sentient beings for nearly two decades. So that's my justification for why I think Mace Windu gets the most evil prize in the Star Wars movies, but I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Uh, Let me know who you think is an unlikely most evil person in the Star Wars movies. Chime in at the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. All right, let's do some trivia here for you.
1: I've been waiting for this day for a long time.
0: Last time we asked you what Poe Dameron's last line in The Force Awakens is, and it's, yeah, all right, buddy, hold on. That's him, of course, getting the piece of the map for BB-8 so that BB-8 can help complete the map with R2-D2. Today's question, what is Kylo Ren's last line in The Force Awakens? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7 and hey. Before you follow Obi-Wan on some idealistic crusade, check out SW7X7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at Patreon.com SW7X7. It's not a mind trick, it's Destiny Unleashed.
1: Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. is intended for entertainment and information
0: purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars and x We hope you love it.
1: Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement.